This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sex With My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life and help you find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what is the perfect way to make a coffee? Well, just, just don't get me to do it. Yeah, just don't get William to do it. So bloody rude. And is it ever rude to ring the bell on your bike? Is it? Uh, who has a bell on their bike? Yeah, a lot of people do you have a London? bell on your bike? Do you know how many times a week I nearly get run over by bikes in London? Really? Yeah. Not mm. enough. Never see them in my provisional vision, but... <laughs> Peripheral Peripheral (laughs) Provisional vision Provisional vision (laughs) Um, No I don't think it's rude to ring it It's rude to go Oi That fucking way Yeah that is rude Sorry I think a I think a bell actually is if it's a gentle ring is is better. But I can remember as a child going to get a boy as a teenager going to a bike shop to buy a bike and I asked if I could have Buy a bike Buy a bike Get down to Charnock Richard Cycles Everybody else in Lancashire will get that reference. Wow, okay. It was a jingle on Rock FM back in the 90s and early 2000s. When you were first on the radio. To the point where they had to um, rename Charnock Richard Cycles to buy a bike. Buy a bike! Buy a bike! All right, they should be paying for this. Get down to Charnock Richard Cycles. And there was there was a, also a caravan one. Mm. Barons are cheap today, cheaper than yesterday. Barons are cheap today, cheaper than yesterday. Get down to Barons today for your half-price caravans. Remember all the jingles. <laughs> and they say it's a stereotype of the North. Um, the <laughs> Anybody else listening remember that buy a bike jingle? Please get back in touch. It's always on Rock FM. I'm sure we can find that jingle. Buy a bike. Um, anyway, I can remember someone in the bike shop saying to me, the trouble with a bell is by the time you've actually rung the bell, because you need to alert someone, you might have, might as well just have shouted out, please excuse me, or something. Yeah. By the time your brain has thought, yes, I need to ring the bell. So Yeah. Um, but then you're probably covered in court. So well, at least wrong with bell. Covered in what? Court. Co- what? When you're in court. And oh, you covered in court. Oh, you I see. someone over, you can say, and then a passerby said, to be fair, I did hear the bell. It's interesting that your mind... Went straight to court. Yeah. We've just talked about the North and then word association, court. Court. I love a good court case. So it's a good piss up afterwards if they get off. Okay, good. <laughs> I've never been um, to court. I'm drunk. I'm <laughs> literally playing up to stereotype. Yeah. Do you want to just finish the script? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your bosh, but we're not your usual agony aunt? Are we William Hansen? No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more National Trust. You're more National Express. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thank you to Gary for Have that. Have you one. ever been on a National Express? No. Or a Megaboss? No. Oh, God. Yeah, I've been on I've been on 
a few megabuses in my phone. Is that where you do quite long journeys? It takes about eight hours to get to London, but it's 2.50. From where? I did it from Sunderland once. Wow. Mm. Eight hours. Mm. I mean, you can, you, can fly, you can fly across to New York in less. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, let's to- Actually, let's just do the toast. You did the D last week, so you do the G. Okay. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Mikey away this week. Never gets old, does it? Uh, and I'll have a smash. Okay. Oh, sorry, I haven't even done you. There we go. There. Okay. There we go. God. Can you just pop that back in? Just so we don't get any leakage. Thank you. And right, well, I would like to propose a toast, and I say this with love to the city of New York, because next week, Jordan North takes Manhattan. Lucky Jeez. Manhattan. I'm so excited. I was saying as well, right. Uh, cheers. Mm. I don't. I'm, I don't know what to put on my Instagram post because I want to put a picture of me in Times Square. But do I put? <sighs> I was thinking, New York State of Mind. Oh God. Or where dreams are made of. Oh. This is what I think. Or I'm not going to put something like. This is your first trip there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or I might just put an emoji of an apple. Yeah, that's it's that's really original, actually. Is I don't it? think anyone will have thought of that. Are you being sarcastic? Yes. Am I being sarcastic? Okay, and then I was thinking of doing a really soppy one and being like, I said to myself, if we could get in a coffin for the snakes, I can go to New York. I, I mean, that's so unfair on New York. I don't post enough on social media. Mm. What? Well, well, no, I mean, do you use social media however you want to use social media? But I've, I've, I just want a picture of me in Times Square with my big baggy, baggy hoodie on and my Why? Tell you what a good one to do that people don't do is if you go to, you know that statue... Liberty. Yeah, go and like hold your hand. I'm not in getting the air. up that bloody thing. No, no, no. no but go and stand is. near it and do the pose. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We are lighter in the hand. Yeah, <laughs> a bit <laughs> lighter. What's your? Im- okay, so you've never been to New York. No. Describe how you see New York. Busy. Okay. Do you want a coffee? Mm-hmm. And a bagel. Yeah. Okay. And what are the streets like? Do you know anything about the streets of New York? Busy. Yellow okay. taxis. Yes. I had, yeah, I had the canvas, New York canvas that mm. every lad had from being in bargains back in the early 2010s. Was it own bargains anyway? Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the workers, what I can't wait to see is the workers sit on big beams of steel well, and have the well, lunch on there with their legs they, dangling. They don't. They really don't. That was in the 30s. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. Look at them lads up there having a butty on a big steel beam. Fantastic. I think they'll be having a bagel. They don't have health and safety out there like we do. <laughs> they, have a little, they have a little bit, yes. <laughs> it's got quite bloody li- mad in this country. Back in the day, could do that. <laughs> They're quite litigious in New York, so you might... Right, what? Litigious. What does that mean? Very legally minded. I've heard the um, tram system, whatever it's called, is not that good out there. The uh, subway. Subway. Yes, it does. I'll be honest with the New York subway. It makes the London Underground look like the Orient Express. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I have heard that. There's um, always a drunk weirdo on it. You'll fit right in. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I want. I just want to eat because I. I love American food. You know, I love burgers. I love Subway sandwiches, big stuff like that. I love hot dogs. Oh, it's I love that chicken non- wings. Non-stop. I love steaks. Yeah, I, I love food. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I don't know what to expect really. We've got a couple of um, restaurants booked in that. And have you booked the Polo Room or whatever it's called, Polo Bar? I've yes. told you to book the Polo will... Bar. It's literally the place to eat. Is it? But you have to book it months in advance. Oh, Try and do it now. No, I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to put it on my to-do list. To do today. Or 
You know the hotel you're staying in first? Yeah. If you can't book, get the concierge to book for you. Because if you can't book on the website, often restaurants in New York, in particular that one, will reserve some tables for nice guests in nice hotels because they want a nice type of clientele. Oh, well, that's so screwed up. Well, I know, yeah. So just go and say to them, could you guess the table Tom- tonight, tomorrow night, any night you're there at the Polo Bar. Okay. That's my top tip. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to any shows? You doing any? No, I'm not doing any shows. I could do that in London. I want to go round. I'm going to go for a run round Central Park. Did you know as well that Central Park... It's meant to be a holiday. Here's a top New York fact for you. I was told this. Central Park, it's green. Mm. Mm. Central Park was based on Birkenhead Park in Birkenhead. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> it's true. Who told you that? A, a listener on my radio show, she called in and said, and then we looked into it, and it's, yeah, the guy who designed Birkenhead Park. Then invited, That's near Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah. Then in, in the world. Then invited... Somewhat, the guy who invited Central Park then went to have a look at Birkenhead Park and based the design on that. I so say if you've been to Birkenhead, you basically don't need to go. Well, I could have saved money and just gone to Birkenhead for a week. Yeah, it was basically the same thing. Go yeah, for Birkenhead. Patricia Routledge is from Birkenhead. No, she's not. She is, yeah. She's well fancy. You can be from anywhere and be well fancy. Not saying that people from Birkenhead are, because Lily Savage is from Birkenhead as well. Yeah, Lily Savage, Patricia Routledge, Potato Potato. It's Patricia Archer, what is she called, from Birkenhead? She's either from, she's from that part of the world or she went to school in Birkenhead. I'm convinced she's from Birkenhead. She's so posh, isn't she? She is, yeah. Well, she's just... I reckon she's quite similar to a character, Hyacinth. No comment. Okay. Anyway, so you'll have a lovely time. A couple of things not to do. Okay, yeah, give me some New York do's and don'ts. Hit me up, baby! Some people might have said to you, and I'm saying British people here, have, has anyone told you to do Ellen's Stardust Diner? Yes, loads. Is that the one where they sing and that? Yes, don't. Why? I thought you'd love all like that no. being a big musical. No, 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 fan. no. And I also am speaking on behalf of my betrothed here, Mikey. They do it in Leon in London as well. In Leon? Yeah, there's a Leon in West End where they do it. Right. Is it a Leon? I don't think it's a Leon. I think it is a Leon. It is. It's a Leon and they all, all they come out with your coffee and sing at you. Right. Um... Yeah, people go, oh, if you love musicals, you'll love Ellen Stardust, I No, it's the sort of people that go and see Jersey Boys and give it a standing ovation and think it's quite good. Hey, Jersey Boys is a great show. I bloody love Jersey Boys. My eyes adored you. No one never laid a hand on you. My, I love Jersey Boys. So... Ellen Stardust Diner, very tacky. Ellen Stardust. Ellen's Stardust yeah. Diner. Nothing to do with Ellen DeGeneres, just another Ellen. Don't do it. It's just, it's it's not worth it. Are you allowed to look this Ellen in the eyes, though? <laughs> <laughs> Why? So have you done it? N- no, Mikey's done it and he hated it. Oh. And he, re- I mean, he works in musical theatre now, or Whitville Theatre. So, no, he, um, he does not approve of that. Right. Any other top tips? I've got lots of restaurants that you could go to. Okay. There is even a very good restaurant called Cafe Clover. And do you know what the address of Cafe Clover is? No. 10 Downing Street. There Downing is a 10 Street Downing Street in New York. York okay. And there is Cafe Clover. And it's actually very good. How do you get around if the subway is so bad? Well, you can. I mean, it's not... Te- I mean, it's, you, you, can you can cope. But you know it's a grid system. Yeah, I've heard about this. Now, people will... Americans think the grid system is the most amazing system, particularly mm-hmm. the New York. They go, it's so easy because it goes 2nd Avenue, 3rd Avenue, 5th Avenue. Yeah. No, but then they stick like Madison Avenue and then, oh, no, that's actually 6th Avenue even though there isn't 6th Avenue. So it's not 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Don't go names. to New York and start pissing on their chips. You've had that there for hundreds Whereas of years. Whereas if I said to you, I want you to go to Regent Street, 
there is only one Regent Street-ish, sort of. So you just go there. Okay. Whereas they're like, oh, it's so easy. It's like, it's 28th and Park. What? What's 28th and Park? Don't give me coordinates. You love New York. Mm. There are better American cities. No, no, it's, it's lovely and you'll have a lovely time. And if you've never done it, it's going to be like a, a kid's toy shop. It's amazing. You'll, you will have a lovely time. And I'm not saying don't do it. But when you then see other cities, maybe they don't have as much to offer as New York. New York is a bit like London and there's everything. But you'll, it, it, I'm, I'm very, very excited for you. And I want you to send me lots of photos. Okay. Um, I'm coming off my phone for a week. I find that very hard to believe. I'm never on my phone. You always have a go at me for never bloody replying. Okay. Going out there and getting okay, sent. And take then lots, going, going take lots of photos and send them to me when you are I'll then on send, your phone. I'm only, jo- I'm only joking. I'll send you some pictures. But you should also not do any work whilst you're out there. I agree with that. Even work inquirers. Why? Unless it's us. Um, <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> do uh, I look that tired? No, I think you look quite good, actually. Are you started using that caffeine lotion again? Using it, I'm bloody doing drops of it, rubbing it in my bloody eyeballs. Talking of sleep and tiredness in New York, I've got oh, something cheers. for you. What's that? It's, it's a new packet, it's sealed, I haven't tampered with them. This is melatonin, it's herbal. Okay, so it's, it's nature. Now, what I want you to do, and actually this would help you in the UK, it's a natural sleep aid. So oh. our bodies produce melatonin when we sleep. Is that all they give you? You only need one. Oh. Um... Our bodies produce melatonin, and this basically boosts the melatonin, giving you a better quality of sleep. Now, quite frankly, about five days before you go, start taking those, because it'll help reduce the jet lag. And you keep taking them whilst you're there, and you take them for five days after when you get back to the UK, you'll have very good night's sleep. They're not sleeping pills. If there was a fire alarm, you could still get up, you'd be fully conscious. It's It's not a drug, it's herbal. Herbal. And also, because that's my packet, could you go into Duan Riade in New York and get me another one, thank you. Tuan Riade, do you want me to bring you out back? I've yeah, got some of those. Everyone wanting to get them picking Oreos because they're better. You can get Oreos here. But they're better out there, apparently. No, it's a load of rubbish. It's the same. You just literally, that, that's about five pounds. I just want another Five pounds? It's not that bad. I want you to transfer the money off. <laughs> I'm joking. You get, I'm joking, I guess. How many did you get in there? Uh, there's loads of drugs you can get out there. That, oh, yeah. Like, that you can't get here. Yeah, medical not, drugs. Medical drugs, yeah. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can get, like, big tubs of ibuprofen and stuff. Yes. So you don't, yeah, get, oh, you'll be off your tits. I'll get all them, yeah. Anything you buy, though, okay, whether it's pills, just open it before you come back. Right. So if they do do an inspection of your suitcase, it looks like you've used them. Oh, right. Okay? Like, if you buy clothes, take the tags off. Why? Because otherwise, customs, and because you only get a certain limit that you can bring back. So if you do what a lot of people may do, and buy a lot of clothes... What? What is this chat? No, this is good. This is good. If you buy a lot of clothes, because the clothes are slightly cheaper over there, particularly the brands that we have over here, they're cheaper over there, like Ralph. Mm-hmm, um, take off all the uh, labels. Because okay. then if your bag does get searched, mine has never been searched yet, um, then they you can go, no, this is I bought this in the UK. I've just taken it over to where. Okay. Top tip. And you are the sort of person that probably will get stopped. I always get stopped. Particularly if you wear that hoodie. What's wrong with this hoodie? What? I have discovered something about my mother. (gasps) Darling. Now, one of the things we've talked about before, I think, but I have discovered something else. Is this something from the bungalow? No, no, no. This is something that has been for entire married life. So I've said this first one before, Mm -hmm. but my mother has never used an ATM, a cash point. (laughs) Really? She just goes to my father's bedside drawer. 
which is where my father keeps some cash. She'll take out a £20 note and say, I've taken a £20 note. Right. Don't be giving out your father's... No. No, obviously the bedside drawer is in a completely different place. Darling, I've been in your bedside drawer, a.k.a. my own personal bank account, and I've taken out £50, darling, and I shall go to the shops with it. And I hate that I have to tell you, I am your wife. What is yours is mine, and what is mine is not yours. It's, Mikey says that to me. And it's a, it's a very exclusive bank. It's even more exclusive than Coots, because it's only got one, one client, and that's my mother. She's, does she know how to use an ATM? She'd have absolutely no idea. Shut up. She's not that much of a technophobe. No, no, no. She's, she's okay with technology, but she, she wouldn't know what her PIN number was. Really? No. She needs to lay easy on that champagne. <laughs> Now, the other thing... Now, that is quite normal in comparison to this other thing okay. that I then discovered. And I've talked about it with my brother, and he was a bit like, yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? And we've grown up thinking this is quite normal. My mother has never turned on her own shower. Well, <laughs> She's never turned on her own shower. She gets my father to turn it on. Oh, my God. She doesn't know how to use a shower. I, I'm sure she could probably work it out. She just... My father goes to turn on the shower for her. Why? I don't know. She might have a morbid fear of Chrome. What about know. if he's ev- What about if he's at work? Well, no, because she she gets showered quite early on. And Are you being for for? She's never turned on an old so shower. We only discovered this when we were on holiday, because obviously, funnily enough, I'm not around my parents when they're getting washed. Darling, I want to shower, Brian. You're not to do, please. Don't open the curtains. Shower, please. Are you joking? I'm really not. Does he wash her in the shower? No. Don't twist this into something weird. How weird getting washed by your Ralph in the shower? No, no, no. She just... And I don't know what happens if the temperature's too hot, whether she just scolds herself or freezes to death. Is... Or my father gets another... Why? ...pained call from the... Why does she, she not... I don't know. Even in hotels and stuff? Especially in hotels. She doesn't bother to work out how to turn it on. He's a gentleman, is Brian. He is a gentleman. And most most husbands probably would be like, turn your own shower on. He's a gentleman, but eh? But my father will go and turn it on for my mother. I mean, absolutely whipped, but an <laughs> utter gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's a, that's a weird little... How did you find this out? It was on holiday. I think she said something. And we were like... And I went to the oh, do you not turn on your own shower? And she went, no. I said, what do you mean? She went, no, I've never turned on a shower. Brian, your father does it for me. See, the and sh- my brother knew this because he's around them a lot more because he lives near them. But I bet he makes a, um, a cup of tea in the morning, doesn't he? No, they do coffee. Do they, does he make it? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think I think most. I might be wrong here, but I think most blokes make because my dad always makes one brew in the morning, mm. and Beverly, John, yeah, John always brings her a brew up. You make cat brew, don't you? You always do it, don't you? Promise me you do. Every morning. That's sweet. Because I know, like, now it's all split and stuff. Do you but... turn on the shower for cat? No. No. I don't yeah. turn on the I, shower I, I, I like the thought of most men making, especially, like, if they're in a heterosexual relationship, to mm. making... Well, you can do it in a homosexual relationship. Yeah, but I think it's nice that the guys make a girl there. Call me old-fashioned. You're old-fashioned. And, and you put the bins out, don't you, Ben? Yeah. I know it's 2022, but I... I person... I'm, the bloke should put the bit. Where are we with that? Well, in our relationship, the blokes do put the bin. Yeah, in, so there isn't another option. I don't know. I think whoever. Oh, it doesn't matter about the bins, but it's nice. Yeah, I can imagine Brian making your mum a brew in the morning whilst he's turned on the shower. She's never turned on a bloody shower. No, God bless her. Did he know how to use the teller yet? Um, 
I did. I just showed you that when I they moved into the bungalow and my father was struggling to get the TV to connect into the wall, the aerial in the wall. So I said, can you send me a picture of the aerial so I can see what it looks like? And he sent me the picture of the one on the roof. So I don't mean that aerial. I mean the aerial on the wall <laughs> that you're trying to plug it into. God, God bless them. Um, in other news. Oh, yeah. More. You know, we're getting married. Oh, really? Had I mentioned. Man, Maybe go into the chapel, but we can't because it's a gay marriage. And we're going to get married. Well, we are, we are going to a church, but we are, we're being blessed. Yeah. The vicar is going to bless us. Um, well, within that service, uh, you know, there'll be some hymns. Are some we hymns. hymning? Oh, please don't do hymns for me at your wedding. Please don't do hymns. Please. What's wrong with a bit of so Jerusalem? Fucking awkward hymning at weddings. It's a banger. Oh no! Please don't make us all sing, and then I get the giggles, and I can't. Please. Well, please, what do you want for me from your special day? Don't do. Hymns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not doing hymns. Oh, there's nothing more awkward. Well, what would you do? Don't, I, I don't mind. I, I mean, if they're proper old school primary school hymns. Yeah, they're ones that people will know. Joshua fit the battles of Jericho. No, what one was that? Jericho. What one know. was that? Jericho. He's got the whole world oh, in his sake. hands. He's got. I did. I did ask the vicar if we could do cauliflowers fluffy. Cauliflowers yeah. fluffy and cabbage is green. green. Yeah, blah blah blah. Strawberries sweeter than any I've seen. Beetroot purples and onions black. White. Oh go steadily a day white that's day why i'm right night. night yes i never knew that the apples are ripe the plums are red we've talked about this before yes we sing and the broad beans are shagging in the hospital bed yeah that was the state's version of that song um what was the and the creed and the color and the name won't matter were you there were you there no Kumbaya. Yeah, we've sung, we've sung that at great detail before. Okay. Anyway, so we've got some oh, hymns. Bloody hymns. For me, please don't have hymns at your wedding. I've got, I mean, I've gone off this next bit now, this Go idea. On. We've got some hymns, we've got some prayers, and there will be a couple of um, readings. Are we coming to this bit? Yes. Is this in the church? Yes. Are we coming to the church? The church bit. Oh, for who gets married in church these days? Well, we're not getting married in the church. Getting we're getting blessed. married beforehand, where I'm we've joking, done the warming of the rings. Right, okay. Jordan. Right. How many ceremonies are you having here? Two. But you're only coming to one. I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to need two hip flasks. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mike and I would like you to do a reading <gasps> ceremony. No, I feel like a right knob. <laughs> Why would you actually? We would, yeah. Oh, no. No, I feel like... <laughs> I mean, I love hymns. A, we want you to do a solo hymn. <laughs> Do you actually? Want yes, me we would. Oh, thank you. What, what, that, oh, what, we haven't decided what. Do I have to read? Do I have to um, I, write I, it myself? No, 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 no. It's a reading. It's not a speech. Oh, thank you. Pleasure. Oh. Well, you know. Oh, give us a hug. Oh, for God's sake. I'd be happy to. I love him. Take I your headphones off. I only joke in. I love hymns. Oh, I've never done a reading before. Oh, you shithead. What? You know I can't read out now. It's going to be a right laugh. Mike and I came upon the idea and then we did, the penny did drop quite quickly that you can't read. So we'll make sure it's in big, big font. Yeah, do. Yeah. And phonetic. Easy easy words. Oh, do you actually? We would would love that. If you would like to. Is that in the church? Yeah. Oh, no, I feel like I write. No. (laughs) I love hymns, and I, I'm and I'm really happy to. But I'm really looking forward to. You it. You don't need to, you don't need to change your policy on hymns. It's fine. We are having them, and you will speak after one of them. 
Who else is doing a reading? TBC. Who's he? <laughs> Tom Bay. <laughs> Tom Barker Crescent. Oh, that's very bad. Yeah. He went to school with him. Um, oh, thank you, Mikey. Pleasure. No bother. We'd love you to do a reading. We need some more northerners like me. I forget Mikey's a northerner. He is a northerner. We need some more northerners like me. You know. We thought as you do the reading, producer Ben can just sit sort of just off off to the side and just giggle with some headphones. Don't on. you make me laugh in that reading. <laughs> Don't. Oh, I can wear my new glasses for it. <laughs> I've got new glasses now. Right. I can pop my new glasses on and go. <clears throat> you can be all serious. I might do the reading, hear me out, mm. just to lighten things up. Yeah. As your mum. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today. Darlings, I'm so proud of my boy. Please all make sure you'll come to James's wedding. It'll be much better than this. Darlings, it'll be more extravagant, but not like this. There'll be better food, better champagne, darlings. We've saved more money for James's wedding. He's straight, you know. Sorry. <laughs> Is that too far? <laughs> it's, oh, it's thank you. Pleasure. I feel like a right knob now. Cut all that bit about me whinging <laughs> about the hymns. Well, well, we'll run the hymns by you. I've never we? done a reading before. No, you may never be, be asked to do one again after this. Is it a poem you want me to do? We haven't decided. I've been to a few where you've done like Winnie the Pooh poems and stuff. You no, know, because it was their favourite as a kid. Right. To be honest, I have and about whether one of the readings, whether yours or someone else's, is an extract from Mary Poppins. That's fine. The books. But I haven't found the right one. I could do that. <laughs> Consider yourself at home. That's effing Oliver. Oh, yeah. What's, give me a minute. Consider yourself one of the family. Um, spoonful of sugar. <clears throat> In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. <clears throat> Thank you very much. A spoonful of... Ben, don't make me laugh. A spoonful of sugar... Makes the medicine go Helps down. Helps the medicine go down. Helps the medicine go down. Oh, thank you. I'd be delighted. I'm really made up with that. Pleasure. I am. Well, we wanted to, you know, acknowledge that you're a significant part in our life. Oh, I'm going to have to pay for a new suit now. Can't go in an old suit, can you, if you're doing a reading? Not really, no. Mm. Phone Anton Deck stylist, see if they can send you something. One jacket and you won't <laughs> let it bloody live down. One jacket. Should we go to uh, William slash Jordan's wacky word of the week? Okay, so William did a joke of the week last week because he came up with a good joke, so I thought I'll do... Uh, I didn't come up with that joke, I just read it, it somewhere. It, 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 so we'll do Jordan's wacky word of the week. Here's the jingle. Come on, G&T, it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. is William's wacky word of the week. And the word is gobshite. <laughs> I knew that was the word I couldn't think of earlier. And I'll tell you, it's my favorite. And I'll tell you. Which, I mean, that's not that wacky. And I'll tell you the definition after the break. Oh, that'll keep them coming. Hello, Dave Berry here. I want to tell you all about my brand new podcast, Doctor Next Door, that I've made with one of the country's leading heart surgeons and my real life neighbour, Dr. Neil Srinivasan. We'll be discussing medical myths, some of the burning questions that keep me up at night, and give you the chance to put your questions to the doctor. Join me every week for Dave Berry's Doctor Next Door on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. Jordan's wacky word of the week this week is gobshite. A person who's shite of gob. No, the actual definition in the dictionary mm. is my favourite word. I just think you can call someone a dick, you can call someone a knobhead, you can call them a, a, a prat. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan South. Carry on. <laughs> Pratt, is quite, <laughs> Pratt is quite fucking sound. You absolute prat. Yes, exactly. Camp as well. <laughs> <laughs> but if you call someone a gobshite or you get called mm. a gobshite, it just puts you in your place straight away. There's something so authentic and brilliant about the word gobshite. Some, if, Please I'm, don't say that in the pulpit. What? Bear fighting? <laughs> what are you on about now? The pulpit, when you're doing your reading. What's the bloody pulpit? You know, the lectern, the pulpit. I don't know. Oh, the church it. pit. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, don't, don't turn to the congregation once, and say gobshite. I once got called a gobshite in a pub, and it, it really put me in my place. And I still remember it. I went, you are an absolute gobshite. Anyway. I'm fair as your father. The, uh, uh, it was my dad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was my dad. I know you so well. Um, the dictionary word for gobshite is it's a noun, it's vulgar slang, a yeah. stupid, foolish or incompetent person. He'd have looked all right, gobshite, bringing the lawnmower for a walk around the Boldly Garden. That's what the Irish... And then uh, it just means someone who's a bit of a gobshite. It's a Thank gobshite. You. I think it's a great... Word. Every, yeah, everybody let's now, clear that mystery up. Everybody listening now, let's all say it together here as well. After three, producer Ben William, just it's just the best word. One, two, three. Gobshite. Gobshite. It's just a great word. Right. It's the one word I wish I could say on the radio. Right. Well, probably give it five years. You probably can. According to Urban Dictionary, a gobshite is a loudmouthed person who talks a lot, but nothing with any value, as in shite coming out of their gob. Shut it, you little gobshite. I feel we've we've spent quite a lot of time on the definition of this word. Apparently it's an Irish um, origin. Okay. Uh, one of Liam Gallagher's favourite words as well, apparently. Oh, well, there we go. There we Maybe we can give it back to the Irish and we're on tour there in a few there weeks. There we go. Gobshite. Are you ready for a sing? Yeah! It's time for Give Me the D. I want the D. I need it now. Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. Hold it, see. So come on, boys. Give me the D. I'd be a good... Um, conductor. Conductor. I went to the Royal Albert Hall a couple of weeks ago. How, how hard's that? You just point at people. Well, I went to the Royal Albert Hall a couple of weeks ago to see uh, a concert, and the conductor 
had a baton, as they often do, and during Zadok the Priest, uh, it flew out of his hand. Did it? <laughs> so far, got uh, giggles. Did it? Actually, Zadok the Priest is the music that we used uh, for your coronation yeah. on tour. And all throughout the, the beginning, the string section I was there doing. Flick the ring. I was doing the routine oh, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right, this is from Leah. Oh, we'll go to the listeners' questions. This is. Oh, no, no, we have to read out the Give Me the D oh, rules. Uh, it's really simple. Go to our social media on Instagram or at sexmyboss. Producer Ben will post an image and all the rules on how to enter can be found there. You can tag in a friend who you think will love the D. Um, now, obviously, we'd love it if that friend was someone who'd never heard the podcast. And if you could persuade them to give this podcast a listen, you get G&D for bonus points as well. You can use that social media and be silly. He's, he's been doing whole things with the bottle. I'm, I'm holding it like... Why don't you I'm... Miley Cyrus the bottle and lick it? No. <laughs> Why don't I kinger it? Lick the D. I want you to lick the D. Do you want me to kinger it? No. Do you know what that reference is? I, I'm, I'm now aware That's of That's so funny. I'm Ricky Gervais. Stand up. He says, I've seen your kinger on the telly the other night. Oh, what's she up to? She's up to the fucking label, mate. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, I'd be. I'd reckon I'd be, I'm, I'd be. For those of you that aren't watching, I've been holding that like I was on Wheel of Fortune. That could be if it all goes wrong. I'd love to bring back Wheel of Fortune. Well, I mean, you probably know some. Yeah. I used to love that. That'll probably be a format at some point. Can I be the glamorous assistant? You can be the assistant, yeah. Sorry, I'm hello, such a bitch. Hello, is that the church? <laughs> We've got a change to the programming. <laughs> okay. Dear Jordan, William and producer Ben, over the years I've had... Thanks for asking me to be here. Oh, your... It's a pleasure, it's a pleasure. Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben, over the years I've often lent things to friends and never got them back. Now, in the 24 years I've been on this earth, I've been under the impression that the word borrow means to return after use, but unfortunately all of my friends perceive my offer as giving it to them. Is it okay to ask for things back when they're not giving them back, and if so, what is the etiquette for this? I usually have to ask around three times before I either finally get it back or I give up. Leah. P.S. William, it shocks me that every day that the title of the podcast you are part of is missing a very important piece of punctuation. We'll come on to that PS in a minute. Let's do the problem. Oh, yeah, the exclamation. Yeah. Okay, uh, first of all... Who's it? Uh, Leah. Leah. Um, you, sometimes if you've borrowed things to friends and not given it back after a certain point and you know you're not going to get it back, don't ever borrow to them again. Stuart Pilkington, my friend. I borrowed him Alan Carr's DVD. And you borrowed him or you gave I him? Lent him? Lent him. I lent him Alan Carr's DVD. Yeah. I think it was Too Fairy. And... Um, my Lord of the Rings trilogy DVD. Never had him back since. Never will borrow to him. That was ten years ago. Never Best will mate. lend to him. I'll never to lend to him again. I, if you if you need a five or a ten, I'd do that. But no. Gosh. There you go. You've got over it. That said, Jagdeep Carr at school still has my Phantom of the Opera DVD. Really? I don't know what Jagdeep Carr's doing now. Yeah, who's that? Jagdeep Carr. I was at school with her. Okay. And well, she was lovely. We were very good friends. But so just she still has my Phantom of the Opera. DVD. Just don't um, don't lend them anything again, and always say to them, "I'll lend it you, but I want it back." Mm. Yeah, say I want it back. I've yes. got loads of stuff. Here. Apparently, my mother said to my brother the other day, she handed over some something that. They oh, chose. if your mum lends you somewhere, your mum and dad, you can keep that. No, but she handed over something. I know it was biscuits or something she'd made for James, and she handed it over in a bag for life, and she took James by the wrist and looked him in the eye and went, "James, I want the bag for life back." <laughs> 
Now, very possessive over the bag for life. I, do you know what? If you get a good bag for life, I love a good, you know, the Marks and Spencer straw ones. Mm. Like the strawy type, they're great. I love yeah. a good bag for life. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Well, you, you and my mother have got so much in common. Mm, you'll have one soon when you get married. <laughs> Loves. Um, now, going to Leah's uh, other question about the PS. When we started this podcast... draw one on now. No, don't draw one on. I can remember there was an entire conversation about whether we were help, exclamation mark, I sexed my boss, help, comma, I sexed my boss, and it was decided by Stuart. Well, I think I don't like the exclamation marks, if I'm honest. Those quarters at Jacket. You see those two houses on the hill, mine's the middle one. So what I'm saying is I think we get rid of the exclamation mark. It was basically that conversation. So blame Stuart. Um, I remember at the time thinking, well, this is going to last a couple of weeks, so I'm not getting involved in <laughs> exclamation marks, and here we are four years later. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> Producer Benson still not getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> I do get involved. I take this podcast very seriously. I'm, 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 I'm just a lot of people need my time at the moment. I'm techie. I'm going to do a Voldemort and put my soul in Horcruxes so you can have a piece of me. Horcruxes. What are they called? Horcruxes. 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 I'm going to put them in there so you can all have a bit of fucking piece of me. Oh, darling. Dear William Jordan and PB, I'm in a friendship group of long-term G&Divas and we have tickets to come and see you on your luxury tour in Dublin. See you in Dublin, guys. My, My difficulty is we originally purchased the tickets prior to the tour being understandably rescheduled due to COVID and there has since been a split in the group. Mm. The three of us have been friends since college but had been gradually drifting apart since graduation. Uh, so this came to a head around six months ago and my friend Siobhan and I have stopped speaking to the other friend we'll call her Kiva Kiva Siobhan and I had hoped that since there has been a clear falling out Kiva would no longer want to attend the show with us to avoid any awkwardness but she has recently messaged to confirm details about coming to the show such as a meal beforehand and drinks afterwards how can we politely tell her we'd much rather just go the two of us and enjoy the show we've been eagerly anticipating stress free and that's from Gronya. Gronya. let's hope Kiva doesn't listen to this podcast. Kronya, it sounds like she's reaching out there. Can and I, I know it's easier said sometimes, but can all not be forgiven and maybe go and have a night out together? Yeah, we'll come give and you a laugh. Your, and actually, come on, and watch your favourite podcast and just all do it together. On that, can I? We'll just come back to this letter in a minute. Is that can not I, possible? Can I just ask about? Because obviously, I'm not involved in any of the planning. Are we still? Is it still going to be a fun night out for everyone? Yeah. Maybe not you, if, but right. yeah. If nothing else, I just want everyone to have a nice time. Oh, we need to get our shaving foam and razor. As well, please, you do ben. not. We'll get a proper one. Don't get a bloody Gillette one. Just get a big. Not made of oh, money. Oh, flinched. All I'm going to say to you is, if we were to shave your bollocks, would it rather be your left testicle or your right testicle? I'll leave that one with you. Um, Gronia, yeah, I, th- I think she's reaching out, and I think friendships can be healed. You might. We've all drifted apart from friends from time to time, and sometimes when you then see them after a couple of years, you're like, oh, my God, yes, hello. And you have a nice time. You may not then be sort of firm friends going forward. Yeah, don't but fall out with them just because you're And if you've got apart. something in common, which is obviously in this instance our podcast, and it's very kind of you, that might bring you together. Yeah. So I would, I would be a little bit more charitable. Yeah. 
I know, is, is yeah. my advice. Hopefully you can all come together. And yes. Sometimes and we'll, we'll get you up on stage. I have friends that I don't see for months, sometimes years on end, and we're still really good friends. Yeah, exactly. So, Like William. This one is from Eleanor. Hi, William Jordan and P. Ben. A few weeks ago, after a rather heavy night out, my flatmates and I ended the evening drinking in our flat with a random boy we had met. I must note, no funny business took place. Well, not funny business we would have thought. I must make it very clear that this boy was not drunk. He was hardly even drinking any alcohol at all. That sounds weird. Fast forwarding to the morning, we woke up to a very bizarre gift in our kitchen. He shit in the toaster. His boxers on the floor. Oh. Not only that, piss all over the floor and and a very perfectly log-shaped poo on top of my friend's, no apostrophe, laptop bag on the kitchen. What? I'd really like to know your opinion. If this was a pure accident, or this man was an exhibitionist. P.S. I do have a photo if you'd be intrigued to see it. Absolutely not. Eleanor. He... This is some stupid... This is why you don't make friends no, when you're drunk. No, I... Might be wrong here. Please don't quote me on this, but I think this is some stupid, ridiculous, dickish thing that lads might have done years and years ago, that if you went back to someone's house and they didn't have sex with you after a night out, you'd... I think I've heard this. You kind of, like, pooed in an awkward place. What a knobhead. I don't think that's very good etiquette. I don't think it's good etiquette. I think he's a dickhead. I'd ring police. Why would you do that? I mean, it is disgusting. I don't need to see the photograph. Thank you for sharing that what problem. Oh, weirdo. Um, I probably wouldn't bring strangers back to your flat when you What's he going to get out of that? Sitting in pub with his mate going, you know, shit in someone's laptop bag. Oh, nice one. That makes you more of a man. Tosser. Just make sure you get rid of it. <laughs> well, I don't think they're going to put it in a picture frame. You know what you don't see anymore? White dog poo. White? Yeah, you, you know, dog poo that had been there for ages and never got picked up off a state. You probably didn't have that around when no. you were. Did you ever see that? That proper dog poo that dried in sun and gone white. Is that just me? When I was growing up, we used to see it all the time. Part of fun playing at Footy on Park trying to avoid dog shit. And mum used to go mad if you dragged dog shit in the house. She nice. used to go absolute bollocker. We had a big... It's just my... my in summer holidays, we had a big plastic like runner mm. that had run from the front door to the fridge so we could go on the plastic runner to get ourselves a drink and go back out so we didn't go on the carpet or the floor. Well, that's very practical. Yeah. But yeah. And I, I haven't seen white dog poo for ages. The good old days. The good old days. Uh, this is another from oh, anonymous. I should have gone mad if we went through that. It's not our fault. We had people pick up their own dog shit. Anyway. This is another from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, firstly, thank you so much for your weekly gifts of joy and laughter. Your podcast brings so much happiness, so thank you all. That's very kind, thank you. My conundrum, my elder brother and only brother gets married in August this year and his bride has a very specific vibe she is after. I fell pregnant last year and I'm due to give birth to two lovely twins in July. Oh, congrats. I understand this wasn't in the initial wedding plan. However, is it acceptable to ask somebody not to bring newborns to a wedding? The bride has approached my mum to let her know that the twins are not invited to the wedding because of said vibe however my brother needs his sister to see him get married my problem lies on in the fact that i don't think it's acceptable for someone to 
to ask you to be apart from your newborns that soon after the birth. Also, as the bride has not told me specifically that the twins are not invited, should I wait until the bride and groom grow some balls and ask me? Or should I face the drama early and let them know that we are now a family of four and no longer just myself and my husband? I know William is getting married soon and I wondered if he would allow children at his wedding. Please keep me anonymous. Thank you. It's a, I'm going to leave this one to you because it's a tricky one, but I think you kind of got to respect their decision, haven't you? But I get it because the newborns, maybe you just go for a few hours. Yeah, maybe the compromise is um, I'm. We you know we can only come to the ceremony, for example, and then after that, we're off, or one of you is off um, to go and look after the children. Um, but I'm not a parenting expert, so I can't comment on what newborns need in terms of maternal or paternal um, care. So I'm not going down that route. However, I mean, for us. We are having very few children at our wedding, but that's because, to be honest, not very many of our friends have children. I was going to say, have you, in fact, because I think it's tight when they pick what kids can come. It's either kids come or not, if you ask me. So uh, can't say... my goddaughter is invited, or will be invited, because mm. no invitations have gone out yet. My goddaughter will be invited, and Mikey's sister's children, uh, who will be at the time three and six months, are invited. Yeah, but, I... And that's sort of it. There's, think... there's sort of, that's it. I think as well, um, a lot of parents, when they see invites saying kids welcome, oh, God's sake, because they want a day out, don't they? But I get because they're like, oh, God, give them with grandkids. Um, but I know some of my... It's a other, tough one, that. It's some of my other one. friends who do have children, I know, have, have said... I mean, no one has been invited yet, as, as I've said, but have said all oh, that, that, you know, they've arranged for the babysitter. It would be the first time that they've left their, their children. Admittedly, that the children are sort of six-plus months. They're not newborns. Um... So I think you, I think I, I do agree with you, Anonymous, that your um, sister-in-law and brother need to sort of, your words, grow some balls and actually tell you that directly. And then you can explain and say. And, and, ask, and I would fire it back at them and say, OK, we can't leave them for that long. What would you like us to do? I, because if they go, no, you've got to come to the whole thing. Well, that's ridiculous because no bridegroom or whoever getting married should dictate how long a guest spends at their wedding the key bit is actually seeing them get married and that's normally like 40 minutes 45 minutes after you know the 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 bit i know you love all the night do and all that jazz but actually the important bit of a marriage is the first bit it's the actual getting married bit no that's the boring bit no that's the legal bit that's the whole thing it's about it's not about the disco so I would throw it back at them. Okay. But have a conversation. It's a, get, it's a tough one. It's a get tough. all the drama done early. And that's something that we're finding. I won't go into details. But it's better to have the drama now. So then when it gets to the day, the drama's done, the dust has settled, everyone knows what to expect. There's drama with every wedding. I can see why people don't get married. Yeah. I can understand it. And I will be in that club. Oh, stop it. Move on. Stop it. Oh. Not for me. Not for me, Lord. Not for me. Um, well, look, thank you very much for all your letters, G&Divas, Oh, is ever. that a picture of the poo? No, it's not a picture of the poo, thankfully. Oh, Christ. No. Uh, that's something for our weekend release, which we'll uh, we'll be doing, doing on Friday, won't we? Oh, right. So we're just yeah. going to hang around here till Friday. We're just going to just sit here. Okay. Yeah. You've got nothing to do until we go to New York. True. Um, have a lovely time, but I'll, I'll bid you farewell on our weekend release. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. See you on Friday. Goodbye. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com